Good day, tea drinkers, and welcome to episode 33 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deves. And in this episode, I am talking to Fiona Ridgewell. If you don't know who Fiona Ridgewell is, she is a lovely comedian from Kent. Been around a sort of similar length of time. Known her for a few years now, just getting really well. So, got her on for a chat, and it was a very good one. You join us at the start of the chat amid some similar issues to what I dealt with with Matthew Crosby. But I averted disaster and I found it early on. So not too bad, but that's that's what's happening at the start of the conversation, in case you're wondering. <laughs> she she has some more technical difficulties, actually, a couple of which are just, are just quite funny. So you'll see how they come along. But unfortunately, I feel like you won't get the full experience that I got on the other end of the microphone. It was quite amusing. We talk about lots. We talk about how she fights men. She reveals at the very end of the conversation that she has a special skill, which is worth listening to, and talks about how all she wants and all she needs is a garden. She's drinking a particular tea that is part of a diet she's on, and as such, basically, you need to listen in and and find out whether or not she does indeed have to run off for a toilet break, which uh, that'll make sense when you hear the first part of the conversation. Just uh, keep listening to see if it happens. And I have a very lovely breakfast tea from Yawn Brew, which is a tea that I got in a tea advent calendar that my lovely fiancé got me, which is very good indeed. Enjoy the episode. It's a fun one. I'll see you at the end with some further links and that sort of thing. wait i've just i, I, I realized what it is I, I so i recorded an episode the other day with matthew crosby and about 25 minutes in i realized that it wasn't recording any audio i know did you tell him yeah 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 but like have you ever met him no he's just a lovely guy and he was so understanding thankfully he was just like oh, so let you start again yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we, wow. we're 25 minutes into the chat like we kept referring back to it it's we got on very well actually oh that's not yeah i listened to him i think he was on have you listened to any of rob beckett and josh widdicombe have got one i haven't actually but he did mention it on yeah, yeah. He, he was good on that Oh, nice. Yeah, because I don't really know. I've never met him or I don't even think I've seen him or anything. Oh, have you not? He's in Pappies. No. Do you know Pappies? Yeah. yeah. Again, I've heard of them, but I don't really know them. Yeah, they're, they're one of those groups that sort of if you know them, you, you really know them. Yeah. Yeah, but very, very good. Well worth checking out. His podcasts are great. They're just really silly, fun. So. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, I've been listening to loads of podcasts. Have you? Yeah, because I've been working in a factory. Oh, okay, yeah. Best time to... <laughs> so... Well, I, I was briefly working. I had a temp job in a factory a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Oh, I don't know. Is it the same oh, thing? Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, and I was wearing... <coughs> sorry, I've got an ice gem stuck in my throat. Oh, no. Because <coughs> I'm an adult. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've, we were sent off to, like, pack these things up down the back of this factory, like, in this warehouse, and I, I wasn't left with enough space to do it, so I was like, I'll just go down the back and, like, do it down there. 
But where I was, all the sound was reverberating off the walls and the boxes and that. And it was so painful in my ears that I was like, right, I I need to go and just put headphones on. So like, I put headphones in just to block out the sound and just listen to loads of yeah. podcasts because that's what I do anyway. And the manager came in and he said, so you're not, not allowed to wear earphones in the warehouse. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. And he said, yeah, just in case there's anyone above you who dropped something on you. Now, I've just got to point out that this was not at all warehouse. (laughs) I was like, if someone's above me, I'm pretty sure I'll know because they'll be standing on my head. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's absolutely mental. So if something's falling off from like that close, A, it won't hurt, and B, like it will happen too quick. I won't be able to avoid it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what are they going to shout? Oh, I've hit you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, watch out! I've just I've just hit you in the head, right? Oh, okay, it's hit you, you already. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> too late. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, where are you working? In a car day. Oh, okay. How's that? Yes. Well, it's all right. You just pack the food, but it's like six a.m. till four p.m. Right. That's early. So, yeah. So I get up at five, but then I was listening to loads of podcasts, and then I I've been a bit cheeky. Do you ever listen to books? No, not really. So I don't read any books yeah i can't read but then i thought yeah <laughs> oh what you actually <laughs> you actually can't read no I can't, of course i can uh, well i don't know yeah. <laughs> it's like oh shit no can you imagine oh oh no yeah crap um, well you should listen I've, to books i've seen you writing um, notes down <laughs> yeah oh, i'll just draw pictures <laughs> just like, how bizarre i learned hieroglyphics uh, just a key yeah. yeah um but yeah i started listening to books and i realized it's quite naughty actually on this Audible one. Is it like rude you... books? No, what... no. If Sex you books. sign up to it, you get a credit. Right. So you, you get a book for free. Yeah. But then you re- you listen to that book and then I can return it. So oh. I've had like five books all for free because I just keep returning them. Oh, sneaky. Which I... Yeah, I don't know how they haven't noticed. Yeah. But because I only want to listen, I'm not going to keep reading the same book. So no, that would be nonsense. In a shift, I can, I can read or listen to two books yeah. so i did frank skinner's autobiography amy schumer's and steve martin's oh nice yeah yeah it's quite good a solid I'm selection keep doing that yeah 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 it's uh, yeah it's much preferred to listen to books rather than read them during a shift i imagine yeah yeah no i wouldn't be able to read any books but we're only allowed one earphone in right okay. in case i think it's more for a fire alarm rather than someone dropping something on my head yeah because as far as I'm aware, there's no one above me. Yeah. What, are they going to drop on you, like some fish fingers? or? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Right, I'm going to do the intro. But all, okay. all of this stays in. That always, always happens. Not all of it, but like most of it. Okay, do I need, I don't need to know anything. You're just going to talk to me and I'm going to talk back. Yeah, like, like uh, you're familiar. Like what you're, we just did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're familiar with conversations, right? Is it a conversation? I think I can do those yeah, yeah, touch yeah. words. Yeah, I've seen, okay. I've, saw, I've seen you do it before. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deeps, with me, Cy Deeps, And today my guest is Fiona Ridgewell. Hello. <laughs> That's a real... that mean? Hello. <laughs> I'm here. Yes, I have arrived. Uh, yeah, you're already I have here. Arrived. Yeah, cool. Remotely. How, yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, actually. We we are in the well last day of the lockdown. Yeah. Supposedly. Allegedly, for now. Uh, 
allegedly yeah so um yeah i'm looking i'm quite looking forward to it i'm going back to the gym on thursday yeah because that's open again go back to lying uh, other people's sweat okay yeah <laughs> well i'm gonna especially when it is boxed. i'll be boxing oh, so okay. i'll be stood up so you'll punch people's um, sweat yeah well i don't think you're not allowed to spar i don't think at the moment oh and i don't particularly enjoy sparring anyway because um you get punched in the face that's exactly yeah. it. How did you know? <laughs> it's um, <laughs> the very reason I never got into boxing. Yeah, um, so that should be fun. Got my Christmas shopping to do. I'm all right. I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not just copying. It's, uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I started, uh, as, I, as I told you, I start, started a part-time job at Screwfix yesterday. So that's oh, all right. Remind me what Screw, is it like DIY? No, is it DIY? It is, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you it can seems, get your fix of screws. Like it it's, it's sounded not a, like it it's, from the name. Yeah, it's not a pawn site. <laughs> you never know what these... Well, everyone's starting OnlyFans, yeah. so you never know. If Cy Deeves is doing screw fix, <laughs> is it DIY? Or it's an escorting agency. Or is he making money from yeah. his, his nudes? Um, so <laughs> you're, you're selling the actual metal screws. That's right, yes, yeah. Lovely. Which and, you can uh, do with right? as you please, but I would recommend DIY. Is it temp or permanent or? No, it's permanent. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's only part time, so it's it's not it's not a lot, but it it pays the bills. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I can I can use that as an excuse to just try and gig more, and then say that I need money from that. Yeah. Is that it's all daytime? Is it? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, but they're quite oh, they're quite good. flexible for saying I'm, I've got a gig that night. Yeah. Say, or, okay. Or, all right. Yeah, so there's oh, nice. uh, there's early shifts and middle shifts, and the early shift starts at six thirty. Six thirty a.m. Yeah, but they're only six hour Obviously. shifts. So, yeah, uh, that'd be very early for like following day. Well, I was I was doing nights. Yeah. During lockdown. Yeah. Well, did, there um, are late shifts as six, well. I'm doing two till yeah. eight. But I, I did six p.m. till six a.m. Oh, sod that. Yeah, that was hard. I I like lost a day in between because I just sort of yeah of course slept and then I had to go back again at six and I was like oh, I don't think I ever left uh, here was that uh, a cardo yeah yeah they do nighttime shifts so you're like packing people shopping through the night Christ alive yeah because obviously they was really busy during yeah 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 lockdown. of course yeah yeah so um but again pays bills yeah does the job absolutely yeah speaking of which like are you you're living at your parents during this lockdown right your mum sorry yeah, I just came back. Oh, okay. Um, so I was living, renting a flat with a friend. Yeah. And then our contract sort of came to an end and I thought, oh, if it get locked down again, I think I'd rather be at home because I don't live far from, I wasn't, this flat wasn't far from home anyway. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, obviously I, I saw in your Instagram stories you were running past. Yeah, I kept, well, yeah, everyone was like, you run, you're running to the house. I was like, it is literally two and a half kilometres. Like I didn't really fly the nest i sort of just walked slightly away yeah, from the yeah, nest. yeah fell out of the nest it fell out of the nest into the nearest flat but yeah i'm back with my mum and my grandma because my grandma's like 91 so she hasn't really been anywhere since march right okay so it, it sort of keeps her young if i'm here yeah sure that, play, it, yeah. that's what you've got to tell yourself no <laughs> it does i like i play board games with her i do a puzzle yeah because otherwise she just gets just sat in front of the news four times a day bored yeah. out of her mind but um yeah also i've just thought i'll come back i've got this job i'm doing like 40 hours a week there and just save money for a deposit yeah fair enough to, and then to buy a place or 
Yeah, one of those. I don't know if they do. You're in Essex, aren't you? I am. Yeah. The um, share to buy things. Right. Buy yeah, to yeah. share. Those ones. I've been looking at them, and you can buy like forty percent of a property. Yeah. And uh, do it that way. But if I put down a bigger deposit, then obviously I don't need as much as mortgage. All that boring stuff yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. major podcast boring but no not at all no it's often trying, boring I'm trying, to be an ad, I'm trying to be an adult so <laughs> and the, it, the only way I can do it is to sort of half buy a property it, so. it comes to us all yeah so, so um, are you you're the same age as me I think I am 34 oh oh you're am I older no you're younger yeah I'm 35 oh, oh you cheeky git oh not much no not no much pretty much difference. the same age yeah yeah yeah, so I think it's time for me to go because at this rate, like I'm, I'm nearly not able to get a thirty-year mortgage because I'll be retired by the time it ends. <laughs> so I've got to get out yeah. this year, basically. Yeah, they don't um, like that for people being old. That's, yes. that's that's the thing as well. They assume that the older you get, the more money you're going to have. It's not the case. I know. <laughs> I've learned that. Yeah. I get thinking it'll get better. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, if no, I keep but I doing think... free comedy nights. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, but um, hopefully some gigs will come back, and that'll be an extra bit of money as well. Yeah. So did but, you start um... at Ocado during the first lockdown, or were you already there? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I started in the lockdown because I was doing comedy and part-time waitressing. Right. And obviously overnight. Both of those. Both things. Disappear. Both yeah. of those, and they were early on. Like I remember the waitressing went and I think that was one of the first things to go out of everything so everyone was still like oh it's still pretty normal and I was like I don't have a job yeah and the comedy I was like oh I don't have any jobs now I've gone from having like two to none yeah so um I was on furlough sorry I'm just licking a tiny cup that's got milk in it's not really... I, I know I was like is that perspective it's... what's that no, why is no, no, it no, such a, a small cup I'm just massive what? uh no it's a very small cup I was just using it for milk. No, not tea. Yeah. Okay. I've not got a proper... I thought you were, like, um, rationing during lockdown, (laughs) just very (laughs) tiny cups of tea. No, no, no. no. I've got a confession as well. Oh, no. I I don't actually really drink tea. Oh, okay. That's fine. During during lockdown, I tried to do um, something called Herbalife. Right. And they give you, like... It is like a cult, yeah. Um, Quite an expensive cult. But to lose weight right. and they give you some sort of herbal tea. So I've got a little herbal tea with me. Okay. How is it's it? Meant to flush meant to flush your system, so this might be quite a short podcast. <laughs> I yeah, so I I I don't think I've recorded it. I think I was still working the uh, bugs out. But obviously I told you of the issues that I had with the Matthew Crosby podcast. I had the yeah. same issues with a guy called Jamie Lemon, who is one of my favourite musicians. And like I was nervous sort of setting it up, but I had one of those digest teas as well. And I think I had a different one, but then I like I went on and had a digest tea as the second one. And like I was really nervous talking to him, like kind of we're chatting away. Oh no And the conversation ended and I just went, Cool, see you later man. Bang. Off and just like I had to oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Well Hopefully mine won't do that, but um, yeah, it's got some aloe vera in it as well. Oh, that's meant that's meant to do something. Yeah. Doesn't taste very nice. It's meant to do something. Yeah, it's good for sunburn. Oh yeah, but, um, <laughs> is that uh, is that what it is? I should have told them that wasn't my main concern at the moment. In <laughs> oh oh, she's gone. She dropped her iPad. <laughs> she hung up. <laughs> oh dear. Right, I'll call back. All right. 
that didn't go that didn't go well. It wasn't smooth. No. I was like, oh my headphones unplugged, and I was like, oh that ended the call. Yeah. Least of your Sorry. issues. <laughs> Did you panic? No, it was very cool. It was fine. Oh, okay. I panicked. I was talking to myself. <laughs> um, what was I even saying before that? Oh, the sunburn. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, you don't think that's, that's the biggest uh, issue. Mm. So, were you what were you mostly doing comedy before? I was gigging like yeah five five times a week. Yeah. So I was doing quite a lot. So I was probably only working about twenty twenty five hours. Yeah. So when I, so like a part-time really, yeah. So when I got furloughed, obviously I was furloughed on like a part-time wage. Right, okay. So I thought, oh, I'll have to get something. So obviously I was paying a load of rent and bills and stuff. Yeah. But I did what I'm not going to, I'm not going to sound like, you know, I went and got a job in March. I waited till June. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I waited till June and then I stayed, I was still furloughed from my other job because the idea was go back to that. But then they offered redundancy, so I took redundancy from that and kept this one. Ah, oh, fair enough. Which I think is quite lucky because obviously the restaurants have shut again. Yeah. So they're they're all furloughed again. So if I'd given up this job to go back, I, I would yeah. again and be they're, furloughed. They're opening again, but you're much. not allowed to eat with your friends or anything either. So. Yeah. So it, it's Tough. been well. Um, the thing is, in our tier, I'm in, in tier oh, yeah. two. We're going into. You, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, you're. Slightly outside of the tier three. Yeah, so I don't think... Is tier two... Are the restaurants allowed? I don't think the restaurants are opening in tier two. Yeah, restaurants are opening, but only for single households. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's what it is. I am in tier two. Yeah. Because where I am, I'm right on the border. Yeah. But the restaurant I worked in is tier three. Right, okay. Because it's in uh, the big shopping centre, Blue Water in uh, Dartford. Yeah. So they're not reopening. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be shut for an, at least another two weeks. So... They could be shut all through Christmas. So, yeah, it's just a bit lucky that I didn't go back to that. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have been doing much. Yes, that would have been, uh, but... yeah, difficult. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I was furloughed from my job and I I wrote a sitcom. Like, I, don't, I didn't just sit around. I did do stuff, but I did do everything that I did from one seat on the sofa for, for quite a long time. Well, what, um, until this week. What just... What was your sitcom? Oh, shit. I thought I waited a while, but you waited no. well, I had, November. I had, I had a temp job because I was I was being furloughed. Um, like, so I was being paid up until the end of July. Right. And then I went and got a temp job, but I was too good at that. So I uh, so finished it like two months early. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, which was uh, particularly unpleasant. So, and yeah, and I've just been sitting around since then. Like, not just sitting around. I've been applying for a lot of jobs and doing stuff. And like, I set myself yeah. up on Fiverr. As a session drummer, and uh, like I've been, tr- oh nice, been trying to do various things and applying for all sorts. Uh, and this is the first. Thing have you I've managed done. to get any um, music work? No, not really. No, some little bits, but. Well, I guess that sort of stopped as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah everything so, stopped. Yeah, yeah, but like everything that I can do. <laughs> no, that's the same. I because I was going through my head like when it first. I was going through my head like oh, maybe if you'd done that instead of, like, taken different pathways in life. But the thing I wanted to do before that was musical theatre. Oh, right. Like, I did a degree in dance. So whatever path I'd gone down, I would have been screwed. Yeah. Because it just, it just hit too many industries. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. No matter what I'd done. Any creative industry. I'll, that's the yeah. whole retrain thing. Like, Yeah, and, unless I'd taught, which everyone did suggest I should have done yeah. years ago. <laughs> 
because I I spent well pretty much all of my twenties working in theatre, uh, like backstage. So yeah. that was that would have been my fallback career, which, and obviously that doesn't exist yeah. either. So like the career I'm currently working on, comedy, gone. The career I used to do, playing music, gone. Uh, the the fallback career, the one that I could gone. just go and do, gone. Also, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've retrained and now I work at Screwfix. But then it sort of gives you that. Selling my body. Also, but, but I am my body. I'm fans. <laughs> Have you got an OnlyFans? I haven't. No, I've not considered People it. Are, I was watching a documentary today. I was I was watching a documentary, yeah. No. I weren't I I wasn't in it. <laughs> have, and, um, have you? Oh no, have I? No. No. Plug it, plug no, it for I'm... the listeners. They'll go and find you. I haven't set one. Yeah, this is why I'm on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OnlyFans. Advertise yourself. Do, do you think your listeners know what OnlyFans is? Oh, some of them. Because I don't, I don't really know what. I don't think it has to be nudes. No, I think it, it could can be anything. Be anything, but there has to be enough people interested in it, and it seems most people are interested. Yeah, I think in nudes. I've, but... I've got a feeling that the reason it was set up was so that anyone could go on and sell. Like you know, like videos or or whatever of anything that they're doing, but yeah. it just so happens that they also allow pornography, and that that, that has become yeah. the platform for it. I don't know. Maybe it was designed for porn, and other people have gone on and said, "Give me money for jokes." I'm going to sell hats on here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was watching a documentary today. Etsy exists, and um, and she reckons this girl used to be in Geordie Shore, and she's gone on it. All right, and um, she reckons she can make about fifty grand a week. Jesus. Why aren't she you on? Said, you can make loads, but uh, goodbye. Goodbye, two yeah, houses. I thought I'd just work. I'd work in a cardo and uh, <laughs> yeah. get to listen to my podcasts instead. Suits me. Yeah, that, that um, does sound better. That sounds more up my street. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But each to their own. But yeah, I've not done that yet. Probably won't do that. I don't know. What else could we do? Uh, Maybe we should come up with a business plan. Yeah. What you got? Because I'd like Origami. These, everyone. Or oh, I don't I don't know if you're keeping up with the times to be honest. No. So I think what about, origami what, maybe went out quite a while ago. What about magic eyes? What's magic eye? Googly eyes. Yeah, like the thing where you move the picture away from your face. You go cross eyed. To... Oh no, I thought you meant like you know the little ones, the little googly eyes that you can like stick on inanimate o- sure. objects. Yeah. To make them look like people. Oh well, there you go. That's I'm pretty sure that's coming in to Vogue, so we could, we could, start you could do that. Those. Well, because a lot of people are building their their Instagram followers, and I've not managed to do that. I'm not. I don't really have a brand. No, I've got a few more, but like, I'm not putting out that kind of content. I'm just putting out stuff about tea. No one really cares <laughs> about that. People do care about tea. People absolutely love people tea. care about it. No, they do care about it, but uh, not not quite as much as I'd, I'd like them to. Because uh, right, not enough to follow an account. No, because I've got I just set up a Kofi as well for people to support the podcast, uh, which is Kofi. Oh, okay. Co hyphen feed and K O F I dot com forward slash side it's going to find it. Uh, pay me money. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I've just set, set that up and like I want to put sort of some podcast merch on it and stuff like that. I don't know why I started telling you this. No, that's all right. What merch have you got? Let's oh, nothing, the merch. nothing yet. Oh. I said I want to. <laughs> yeah, but I thought you meant like you were, you had merch to sell, but this was a new nah, way to sell it. Nah, but nah, you nah. don't even have the merch to sell. I no, think you I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm getting it designed. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have um the the you pl- should have cups. The plan is for cups, teapots, uh, teaspoon. Uh, t- sure, 
Yeah, maybe a teaspoon. Yeah, with my face etched in the middle of it, that'd be great. Yeah, salsa. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that I think people like a cup and saucer. Yeah, that's coming back into fashion, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So um, don't knock it. Try it. No, absolutely. I mean, te- they... technically, this is the, yeah? the comedian's teapot of side edge, this one that is. Did you just get one made then? No, I've got two for uh, me, and, me and a guest. But my fiancé bought this for me, so. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's that's not merch as such, but. Because I didn't know you could get just like two made because I used to, that's another job I used to have. I used to work at um, a promotions place. Oh right! And they used to they used to make like um, badges and mugs and lanyards and yeah 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 all that sort of stuff. I used to have to put God, I've had some shit jobs. I used to have to put the back on badges on like I'd sit and do three thousand badges. Christ! You know the little pin back. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, a machine doesn't do that. A human being, a human does that. Me, I do that. Well, do you have to? I did that. Do you have to cut out the like the the pictures and then? No, no, they were like it was done in a proper factory, but then they wouldn't put the backs on the badges. Right, okay. So I had to do that, put them in little gift boxes and put the backs on them, and it'd be like orders of like three thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. That sounds really, really, really boring. It was, but there's always a there's always a bonus to every job because I used to get to do it. <laughs> got at a lot home of free badges. In, <laughs> I got a lot of free, a lot of free merch. Yeah. I used to get to do it at home in my pajamas oh, okay. in front of the telly. Nice. Yeah, that's so, all right. So that, that was all right. Probably didn't build my sort of work ethic, though, maybe, yeah. just staying in my pyjamas all day in front of the telly. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to help your self-esteem, is it? No, no. Yeah, okay, fair. So maybe not every job is good for you. No, no, some are definitely detrimental. <laughs> yeah, that is, without a doubt. Um. So you wrote a sitcom. What did you write your sitcom about? Uh, buying a house. Oh, Share to buy or full mortgage? <laughs> no, full mortgage, yeah. But I, d- oh. I, I didn't buy it on my own. And if it was just completely down to me, I also wouldn't have bought a house. Oh, Not okay. because I didn't want to, because I wouldn't have been able to. It's so hard. Yeah. Like, on your own. So I was working full time, but it's on minimum wage. So yeah. it, it wasn't brilliant. So if I went to the mortgage company, they, said, they could have said, uh, yeah, you, you, you could buy a flat, but like a very, very, very small one. In, yeah, well, in an own drug den. Some of these share to buy ones, the mortgages are only like 60 grand. Oh, okay. That's right. Because you're only buying a percentage of the house. Yeah, I'd be able to get that. So, yeah. Well, so I, I rec- reckon. I can't now. Yeah. You don't, well, you don't need to. You're, you're, you're doing all right. I'm already in. Yeah. So, had you moved into this house before lockdown or during lockdown? Uh, oh, in August last year. Okay. So, you was already in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully. So, you had to. You had a you got a garden? No, not really. We've got like a communal garden, and like the area, it's basically like I'm in a cluster house, so it's like just four in one block. So we've got two walls adjoining other houses. So it's like terrace but different. So we've but we've at the front of the house we've got quite a long garden. We've got the longest one in the estate, which is quite nice, but it's not ours per se. It's just sort of understood that this is our area. In the first lockdown, though, could you sit in that? bit of garden or oh we really. did yeah 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 we put like a little blanket oh, okay. out sort of laid down on the grass it's quite nice well because it's amazing now isn't it what you think because before it's be like what do you need but now i think in life all i need is a garden yeah if this was ever to, to happen again yeah well we have we've said as well like the next place we buy 
has to have a garden because yeah i mean hopefully nice. this won't happen again in our in our lifetimes no. but if it did i'd like a garden so that's the aim now just make enough money for a garden yeah that's the dream buy a garden <laughs> that's well, just, the dream get, just get an allotment before before i wanted to be rich and famous but now yeah, I, just just, get a garden. I just want a garden yeah so that and, and a little flat on my own little space on my own yeah sounds, Done, yeah. sounds lovely <laughs> thank you where, where are you going to be looking to buy in kent Presumably uh, in Dartford, yeah. Yeah, not not London. No, 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 because I don't think you'd get even much to share to buy in London. No, could probably buy a pillow. Yeah, yeah, probably get the sink. Yeah, sure, that sounds nice. You, yeah, you wouldn't get a lot running you water get a garden. Yeah, well, isn't everyone moving out of London? Uh, isn't I, that a thing? I've not, I've not had the memo. I think they're all moving. Where are you? You're in Essex. Yeah, still. South End. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, I thought everyone, house prices in London were sort of dropping because oh. everyone's moving out of London because a lot of the offices have decided they won't go back. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, because a lot of those companies have just sort of realised, oh, we don't need to exist like that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And they can cut yeah. like a massive part of their expenses by just leaving everyone at home. So, yeah. Yeah, so then, but the thing is, I don't know. I personally, I was talking to my mum about this, like, I'd still want to go into work, I think. Yeah, well, that's the thing, because my fiancé works from home, and yeah. like she did before when she lived on her own, and she just lost her mind then. Like, she absolutely hated it. And this time it's better. Like, she's got more discipline, and, like, it's in a sort of separate room, because before she she had, like, quite a small flat, and so she'd just work on, like, the dining room table, like, basically in the living room, sort of. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, that and that wasn't sort of great, but, like, here she's got this spare room, which is just like a nice little office, really. And yeah, because otherwise, I think your relaxing time is tied to your work. If everything's that's it, yeah. in, because that's what my flatmate was doing. She was doing her work in the front room, but the front room was attached to our kitchen. Yeah. So like, I I was spending most of the day in my room. Yeah. Which just just felt. Which is yeah, that's bad. Silly to be doing. Yeah. Because that's sort of where that. that's sort of my downfall. Why I didn't do more during the first lockdown? Because yeah. I wrote a sitcom and most of another one. And since then, during this lockdown, I've come up with a concept for another one, which is all well and good. But where I'm working in my living room, <laughs> I'm just turning Netflix on and watching Doctor Who all day. Yeah. So I'm not the most productive that I could be. Did you um? Did you send your sitcom off to any of the competitions? Yeah. There's another one coming up, I think. There is, yeah, it but you. it's for I don't know. I don't know if I qualify. It's for uh, comedy dramas. And I don't think it's really a drama. It's comedy dramas that, and something else. Is that the BBC one? Yeah. Oh, is it comedy dramas? Yeah. Well, I need to. I need to read it more. I, I might just. I might take out some of the stuff. I don't know. It's sort of a drama. What? What? What makes a comedy drama a comedy drama and not a sitcom? Oh. Oh. Um. More. More. Tension and drama. I reckon. Yeah, maybe. I reckon more. So, like, would more... uh, would truth seekers be? <laughs> be? Have you seen that truth seekers? Simon Pegg, Nick Frost's no new thing. That's really good. No, I've not seen yeah, that. Yeah, that's on uh, Amazon. Is that Prime. a comedy drama? Well, I don't know. I suppose it is more than a sitcom because it, like, I suppose a sitcom situational comedy is something set in one specific place, whereas that is set around like a concept type thing like they're traveling around to different places and but oh okay but then i suppose they're working from the same place as well so i don't know 
I don't know. Well, let's let's look it up. What makes this? I reckon. I reckon the people judging it won't even know. No. I reckon you could slip. I reckon you could slip through the net. What's the difference? Come on, internet. Answer my question. A fracture and a break. I know that one. Oh, is that what came up? <laughs> yeah, that's the first one. What's the difference between a fracture and a break? Yeah, I had to Google that last. Oh, there isn't a difference, is there? Uh, yeah, no. A fracture is like a split. A break is a a break all the way through. So fracture doesn't have to be a completely snapped bone. But can it be? Because last year they said I fractured my foot, but I, they they also said I'd broken my foot. And I said, oh, the other guys had fractured, and they went, it's the same thing. Oh. And that was at the hospital. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, then, but I say that, like, doctors don't know everything. No, so I don't know. And they, Well, no, they don't, actually, because then they said, oh, there's a bit of bone floating around in there still, oh. but we'll just leave that there. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay, it just sounds like you can't really be bothered. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, oh dear. Did you not have to have that removed? No, it's just floating. There's a chip of bone float. They were like, I reckon that you'd done that before. They were like, you probably had that at birth. And I thought, really? well, no one's mentioned, ever mentions that I might have a bit of bone floating around in me before. So they just said, yeah, we'll just leave it unless it causes you any problems. Yeah. So yeah, there's a bit of bone in there. Oh dear. But the, my foot's back to normal. I'm just a bit, lost confidence in my foot a bit. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, self-esteem done. <laughs> Give it some counselling. Yeah, I need to I need to talk it up a bit because um, I've not done... I used to do a lot of dancing. I've not really danced on it since because right. the, the noise it made when it broke, oh. I just can't imagine hearing that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it just freaks me out to sort of be jumping about on it and turning around on it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I've broken quite a lot of bones and thankfully... Oh, have you? Yeah, uh, yeah, surprising amount. And thankfully, I've never heard it. Oh, really? Yeah. No, this was definitely... Because I, what I did is I just stepped off a curb and my foot rolled and it went... Oh, and no. And this, this woman like across the road went, oh, my God, are you OK? I heard that. Oh. And I went, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, yeah. And I, like, hobbled away. Yeah. And then it just swelled. I went Ooh. to watch the show. It was in Edinburgh. I went to watch the show in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, of course and, it was. Yeah, as I was watching it, like my foot was just ballooning up and my friend was going, no, no, you haven't broken it. No, you haven't broken it. And I was, was like, oh, I think I have. But yeah, this, the woman in the street heard it. So yeah. you can, you definitely, it was like the tendon snapped it away from the, oh, it was just gross. Christ. But that's the only bone I've ever broken. Is it? Yeah, good, I've got a lot of scars. Yeah. Oh, mainly on my face. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, I've got one... I, that big one, there's a big one by my eye, and I've got one on my forehead. And the one on my eye, I fell out the patio doors when I was like two and smashed my face on the on the, the concrete. And then two weeks later, I went behind the, the settee, came out and split my head open. Oh, Jesus. So, um, it, it yeah, like, it didn't look good. When you say on your eye, like, do you mean on your eyelid or on your actual eye? No, it's like by the corner of my eye and it goes down to my cheek. Oh. There. But they I can't said say it would go. I've and never it... noticed that before. Oh, really? Yeah. Loads of people. You'd be surprised. Because the thing is, I think if I saw a scar on someone, I don't know, just me, I don't think I'd say, bloody hell, how'd you do that? <laughs> but so many people, so many, yes, so many people see my face and go, how'd you do that scar? And I think, oh, straight to the point. Yeah. Oh, what's that on your face? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind, but I just don't think I'd ask unless someone sort of presented the information offered the information up yeah 
Yeah, but most yeah, of my never... scars aren't that obvious. Like I've got, uh, I have my appendix out, and like if oh. if I'm ever swimming somewhere, like people see the scar and they're like, "Oh, how'd you do that?" And I always tell them I got stabbed. Always. Oh yeah. And I would say eleven times out of ten, and I realise that's too many times. People go, "Oh my god, how?" Like nobody. What they? No, yeah. really. Like so, like some people will look at me and go, "Oh, do you have your appendix out?" And I'm like, "Yes, I did." And the other people, the ones that have to ask how I did it, I tell them I got stabbed. All of them, every single one, and people in the vicinity. That's how it's eleven out of ten. Turn around and go, oh, "Really? I'm like, no, no." Or <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't carry on the lie. No, no, no. I like to oh, immediately good. make people feel stupid. That's my thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's my kink. That's why I'm on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just. Is that your OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side OnlyFans. Make people feel stupid real quick. <laughs> yeah. So your breakages, though, did they yeah. have big stories? Oh, not really. No, the best one is when I broke this finger. Uh, that is my left middle finger. Yeah. Because uh, that's basically a, a huge box. When I used to work in the theatre, there was a box that took seven people to lift. And like it was a long box. And the guy opposite me dropped his side thinking that like we were it was already on the truck but it, it wasn't so yeah oh. that, that went on my hand and like you know they always say like you get a sort of a rush of adrenaline and sort of like sudden strength i threw that box off of my hand oh really yeah yeah, yeah. it's insane like a marvel here <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah just sort of chucked oh. it off and then but then i looked at my finger like and it was just split down the back oh. and i just sort of held it in front of me and there were people going sorry are you okay and I, all i could do was stare at my hand like i couldn't i couldn't say anything and they're going are you okay and i thought uh, and i just walked off and someone turned around and went was he okay and like, i have no idea like you saw you saw everything oh. i saw and i went and ran it underwater and like i had to go to three different taps to find water that was running cold enough because for some reason in that building every cold tap ran hot oh. water and when i eventually found the cold one the shock of it like i could talk immediately which was weird. As soon as it got cold water on it, I was able to talk. But then seconds later, like the shock of it made me, I thought I was going to be sick. I started, um, like my duty manager had just walked in and he was like, right, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm okay. Oh, I'm not sure. Think I feel a bit sick? And he went, okay, let's take you take you around to the toilet. And he started walking me out. And as soon as I walked out the door, I just <laughs> hit the deck. Oh no, fainted. Yeah. And then I got up and carried on working. I was absolutely that is fine. quite a- quite a turnaround yeah yeah yeah. it was broken like i had to go and as like part of the accident form i had to go and get it x-rayed the following day but like i just i had work to do so <laughs> what do they do do they like tie it up no strap it up there's i've heard two different things from various different doctors some of whom will say that when you break a finger you have to strap it to the one next to it yeah and, that's what i've seen and i've had that before and also, but like that came from like a school nurse. But when I went to go and see the doctor at the hospital, he told me to just uh, take ibuprofen and keep it moving. Keep it moving? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get the swelling <laughs> to go down. That's like, it's not like that. But the other day, my mum's um, my been buying Christmas presents. Yeah. She was buying a, a ring, right? She was taking ages to buy this ring. And now, I don't know if you've seen it on like clothing sites where. You know, you normally used to just see it in pictures. So it'd be like, oh, what does that look like? And it'd show you yeah. someone wearing a top. But now, on certain websites, you get a video of them wearing it so you can see how it moves on your skin. Oh. Yeah, well, now she's buying this ring. And then it was like, she went, oh, do you want to have a look at it? I said, okay. It was a video said, oh, of the ring. The... 
a video of this woman modeling a (laughs) ring and she was like just like stroking her own face (laughs) it was so i was like who came up with that concept who went you know what we need we need to pay a model and she needs to perform with a ring on her finger to show like what is it showing that's insane it's not showing like, Absolutely I get it nothing. If a, a woman's in a skirt and she's walking down the cap and it shows you how yeah, the skirt you flows. Yeah, 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 of course. But a ring, like the world has gone mad. Like sometimes my mum's like, "There's not enough time in the day." I'm like, "No, because you're watching videos <laughs> of people wearing rings, you nutcase." Yeah. My uh, my um, fiance was looking at a clothing website the other day, also buying presents. And although she was looking for like a dress for herself, and I can't remember what website it was, but the like the model, the photo was in black and white. It was like, how am I supposed to know what it looks like? It's like a red <laughs> dress. Like, what the... I know what it looks like in 1940, but <laughs> yeah. what does it look like now? How is that helpful? <laughs> yeah, absolute moron. And she was sitting down as well. There's that's her big gripe with those sort of like fashion websites it's quite often like you'll see him wearing the clothes but you'll just see him sort of kneeling or crouching yeah like, what how does it look there's like a, when you're standing up like a real human being like <laughs> there's an instagram one going around at the moment taking the mick out of it actually because there's like a zara clothesline they always do really odd positions yeah i think it could so be zara this- actually yeah, there's this woman and she's like curled into like a paddling pool and <laughs> doing weird stuff because they put such odd, they, like they get their models doing such odd things yeah. that you'd never be doing to show the clothes. Jesus. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing. But what, you, what are you going to do for Christmas? That's sort of like what you're wearing there, a Christmas Star Wars jumper. That's exactly what it is, yeah. It's a Christmas Star Wars jumper from last year. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've yeah. nailed that, haven't I? Yeah, you've absolutely is smashed that, it, yeah. Is that because it's 1st of December? No, no, I've been wearing it for weeks. Do you have an advent calendar? Yes. Oh, well, that's the you? thing. That's, that's right, I've got two. My mum got me one. She got me a Paw Patrol one because I'm... Okay, hold on. Hold on a minute because I feel like there was a bit of jest when I was like, I'm still living at home and yet you're a 35-year-old man. Yeah, but I own a house. Paw Patrol. Advent. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because if you're eating out of your Paw Patrol advent calendar in said house, it means nothing. Right. I've got two things to point out. Number one, I didn't request that Paw Patrol advent calendar. My, okay, my but you got took it. it. And yeah. I'm, I'm grateful to her for it because, you know, chocolate's chocolate. Okay. Yeah, number th- Something a toddler would say. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But chocolate's chocolate. And, and they're right. Uh, <laughs> ne'er has a, a toddler been more correct. And <laughs> what uh, was your second one? Go I, on. I don't care. Second point. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. That was some proper playground banter there. Yeah. And I don't really care what you think, yeah, Jonah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to go down to my kitchen that I bought and uh, I'm going to eat it. Well, after this, I, oh, <laughs> I thought you were just telling me the location. I was like, oh, no, he's being catty. Oh, oh it's very much my thing. All right, sounds like um, such a brag, but like my, my fiance bought the house, I bought the kitchen. She didn't, no, I, obviously I, I, was, I was involved in the mortgage, <laughs> but uh, not as much as her. She's very much the reason that we got it. But more the kitchen mortgage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I might I might pop to the shops after this and see if I can get a discounted. Yeah. They might be discounted now. The old advents, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, get a, get a Paw Patrol one for like eighty pence. Yeah, probably. Uh... Yeah. I imagine that's the reason my mum got it for me because those tend to be like a pound 
Oh, okay. So you know, it's just it's for the fun of it. It's the thought that counts, it's, though, isn't absolutely it? It's the thought that counts, and I will enjoy that chocolate every single day, and it's for the fun of it. However, that's so that's the thing that I did want to bring up. I just I, I tagged you in a in an Instagram post just before we started. Oh, right. I don't know if you noticed. Is it got the ad? Is it got the advent calendar in Not it? Not that advent calendar. My fiance got me a tea advent calendar from a company called Yawn Brew, mm-hmm. and it's it's got a different tea in every day. Oh, so have you had today's one? Yeah, that's what I'm having now. That's what I'm having during the podcast, yeah. Oh, what is it? Uh, this one is just, uh, we're starting off nice and standard. It is an English breakfast, but it's all loose leaf tea. So I had it in this loose leaf teapot. Oh, you're a proper tea head. What? I mean, you call, some, uh, lo- you call someone a tea head? Last, it sounds yeah, sort of derogatory. Of course you can. Yeah, that's exactly what I am. You've, you've nailed it once again. Tea head with a Star Wars uh, Christmas jumper. That's uh, and a and a and a Paw Patrol advent calendar. Yes, but you didn't guess that. You got you just guessed everything else. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, well, I've I, I've sort of being a bit of a, a tea head is 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 somewhat my brand now because of the podcast. Ah, yeah. Build it and they will come. I suppose. <laughs> build it and I will drink tea. I hope. Yeah, sure. Build if I, if I don't build it, I'll still be drinking tea nonetheless. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's really nice. It's it's quite a, a, a quite a mild blend. I'm not that like I don't do the old you know notes and that, but it's quite nice. It's just I didn't even know people did that with tea. I thought that was wine. Yeah, well they do. I, I don't know if they do actually. I, I think I <laughs> I think I might be starting something. No, but they probably do. You can taste they the flavors and do. stuff like that. I'm pretty sure there are like connoisseurs who drink it more sort of. Do you have sugar? No. Okay, because that's why I had to stop drinking tea because I was putting like three sugars in it, and I thought I'm not really getting any tea here. No, 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 you're ruining it. Yeah, because what happened was my grandpa gave me like he used to drink black coffee. So when I was like eight years old, I was drinking black coffee. Right. And after that, by about eleven, I'd given up coffee and tea. <laughs> I've given it up. So I've I've gone cold turkey at eleven. Life, you got the shakes. Yeah, I had to go cold turkey at 11. <laughs> In my adult life, I've not had a cup of coffee. Really? Everyone's like, yeah, because well, I just drank so I. much black black coffee at the age of 8 to 11 that I was like, oh, I can't <laughs> drink. This is revolting. I'm wide. I'm like wired all the time. Jesus Christ. Like eight, eight-year-olds don't need black coffee. No, no, they don't. No, no. 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 No, you really what? start needing black coffee in your late 20s, I would say. That is the time to get oh, into it. Oh, yeah. See, I drank enough then. It's got me through till 34. <laughs> I still don't need it. Yeah, I, that, I've never liked it. Of, that was my um, parents' sort of parenting strategy, I think. Sort of let them do what they want. Yeah. Because I think I was I was giving up smoking at like 15. <laughs> Bloody hell. I've never... I smoked when I was like in year 9 or 10. Oh, wow. And then I never smoked again. So uh, they sort, it sort career. of works. Yeah, uh, it makes for quite like, makes for quite horrible children. Yeah, but all right, adults. <laughs> Precocious little <laughs> as children. Yeah, yeah, but then uh, well, actually, well not all right, adults. adults. Well, not really, because I'm still living in their uh, sure <laughs> in their house. <laughs> sure, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, they're probably we've messed this up somewhere. She shouldn't still be here. Yeah, she, so you didn't move out of your mum's house until quite late, anyway, did you? Yeah, no, well, so I moved out for uni, right. which I don't know if that counts. Uh, yeah, so it sort was... of counts. You're, you're sort of self-reliant. Well, actually, did you pay for it? Yeah, well, I had to get student yeah, loan and stuff. But yeah. yeah, that's sort of you. That's sort of you. Yeah, I was paying all my bills and my rent and all that stuff and my shopping and 
all that. So I did that 18 to 21, and then I was like 32 when I moved out. Yeah. And now I'm back again at 34 and a bit. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Don't feel too bad, because I lived at home until I was about 26. I didn't go to uni. Right. So, like, I I stayed at home until I was about 25, 26, something like that. Moved out for a while. That's when I was working in theatre, which was, like... I was I was basically a full time but casual employee, so it was like zero hours. But I was quite consistently getting enough work. Pardon me, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> I'll cut that out. It'll be it'll be real professional. You're getting the gross stuff. Oh really? Yeah. You're gonna cut all your burps out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Oh, good grief! Do you think people would listen if I just sat there burping the whole time? <laughs> well, you can't. I can't hear it. My end. Oh. I can see it. I can see it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having digestive distress. <laughs> Yeah, I can see you keep coming, but I can't hear it. Oh, okay. So, Maybe uh, I'll leave it in. Yeah, yeah. who knows? <laughs> so, yeah, I moved so out. On, and yeah. uh, as as soon as I moved out, all of a sudden, a theatre that I'd been at, at at that point for about six or seven years, so, like, long enough that they trust me and, like, I was good at what I did, they just stopped giving me as much work, so I couldn't afford it, so I had to move back home. And then I stayed there until I was thirty. Three. Oh, okay. Because so. that's the thing as, as well. It's funny. Obviously, I took so long to move out and then moved out and then last August broke my foot. Yeah. And my job was waitressing, so I couldn't work for, I think it was about eight weeks I was off. Christ. So that was like, okay, well, that's happened. So I had to, so I, luckily I had savings so I could pay for my rent and stuff. Yeah. But then obviously the global pandemic happened. And I remember, like, my mum, when I was moving out, she was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, what if, what if you lost your job? And, what, and I was like, well, you know, I'm 30-odd and that's never happened. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah. And then, like, twice in a year it went to shit, one with my foot for, like, two and a half months and one with the global pandemic. Yeah. So it was just bad timing on my part. Was that, that, was that only last year that you broke your foot? Yeah, yeah, last so yeah, August two thousand nineteen, oh. right at the end of the at the festival. I had it in my head that it was the year before. No, well, my no, it definitely was last year. Yeah, because I I would have gone back. Well, I was gonna make myself go back to Edinburgh this year. Right, but obviously that didn't happen. So yeah, it was my last Edinburgh. Yeah, have you done so that m- a full hour yet? No, that's what I was gonna be trying to do this year. Right. Not trying to do that was what I was gonna do. Yeah, but also I don't know if that that concept for a show has gone out the window now anyway oh okay oh it's um, about boxing right yeah I'd, I'd that was another thing i'd signed up for a white collar boxing yeah. match which is why i was sparring so i was getting punched in the face quite regularly because i thought when i signed up i'd probably just be able to dodge them but it turns out yeah they will catch you yeah, They'll yeah, get yeah. You. that's the yeah, thing so, as, um, like, as, as much as you may train to get better uh, that's what the other people are doing as well so yeah 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 and they they put me actually they got me sparring in the end with blokes because oh. they were like which I don't I don't know uh, to knock you it, down a peg or two yeah and like if you can be all right against them I'll be all right against someone my own ability sure see that's if the I, thing if, if if I was to go and train as a boxer uh, I would want to spar against children <laughs> yeah and that's probably not allowed no I some think, of the kids yeah. there are good. Well, they'd probably, then also, they'd probably still win. That's the problem. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. Like, at least, like, I had one. It was quite gross, actually. I was fighting this bloke, and uh, he hit me. I, I carried on, finished the round. Then then the round finished, and the bloke sent to me, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. 
and I he'd hit my nose right. and I and I felt stuff go on my face and I thought it was just like fluid from my nose sure. <laughs> but he'd split my nose it was blood all over my face Christ so they just thought I was really brave like carrying on the round but I didn't even know that he busted my nose but yeah I think it's so I think it's probably a good thing that I didn't get to do the boxing match because it was going to be in front of 2,000 people yeah because again I thought that would help <laughs> I've got logic to everything I thought that would help with my comedy sure because I thought if you can hold your nerve and be punched in the face <laughs> in front of 2,000 people you can get up and tell some jokes yeah, in it's front not the of... same actually <laughs> it's not the same but <laughs> but I was watching another documentary today about the comedy store in the US. Right. Have you seen that? No. Uh, it's, on, but... it's on Now TV. Oh, okay. It's really good. You should watch it. But they basically, they were talking about something to do with boxing and comedy and they said they're, they're two of the same things. Because right. you go into, with both of them, you sort of go into fight or flight. Yeah, that's fair. So you have the same reaction because you're in fight or flight mode yeah but if you do have the same reaction then you will be barred from that comedy club <laughs> yeah yeah someone shouts and out vice, some abuse you run out and jab them vice versa yeah if someone jabs me in the face and i tell them a punchline <laughs> i will lose that round yeah. so um yeah they don't yeah, score that, that the same happen. in olympic boxing do they no no but i was i was writing a show all about the training for that because i went to the local boxing gym and the guy that trains me is the guy that used to bully me at school. Oh. So it's quite a weird sort of coincidence, but quite good for comedy. Because I think, actually, he might still be bullying me. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, Fiona. Have, um, have some yeah. self-respect. I know. And now, instead of stealing my money, I just hand it over <laughs> at the beginning. It's and he like, still punches you in the face. This is, yeah, he still gets to punch me, but it's just no. not as much. Oh, dear. Um, That's real grown-up bullying, isn't it? Please hit me. What? Yeah, Here's my money. Yeah, I'll pay you. Yeah. I'll pay you to hit me. No, he doesn't get to hit me, but he gets to sort of tell me how not to get a hit. And he wasn't doing the best job because I was getting hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that I was really enjoying writing that show. It's the first time it felt like, not easy, but you know, when you're like, oh, this is all, there was enough characters at that boxing gym yeah. to, to make it a show. Maybe not a club set, but a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is the thing but... as well. Like a big thing that I had to realise that in in writing a show, like you're you're not writing a club set. Like it's a very 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 different thing. And some people will write like an hour of comedy that is just a club set, and it can work, but it's it can be draining for everyone involved. Like it's draining for the performer and draining for the audience because to be sort of like you know obviously in a club set like you're doing twenty minutes then you want at least 19 and a half minutes of, like, banging material. Yeah. Or, well, you know, eight, at least 18 minutes, shall we say. Whereas, obviously, writing a show, you can spend five or ten minutes just talking about, you know, your dead parents or whatever, and people, yeah. people will laud you for it. If you do, if you spend five or ten minutes during a 20-minute club set talking about your dead parents, they will not rebook you. Yeah, that was a, that wasn't the thing. I wasn't doing that, but that was the thing. No, but it took me ages to learn that though. Yeah, because I kept trying to write. I can't, I can't remember what way I was doing it, but someone basically said to me, "No, you need to work on those two things separately, yeah. really." Like because I kept trying to get my show stuff and take it to a club or whatever. I was thinking, "Why well, is that not working?" But it works there. Yeah. 
but it's just because they have in the show they have more time to it's your world isn't yeah. it they're coming into scenarios. and they like you it's the same reason to... that in like sort of an art center you'll get away even if you're still doing a 20 like you can get away with doing weirder stuff or sort of more long-form stuff than you would in you know at the comedy store yeah yeah but that that's what i always found hard because i don't know if your audience are sort of like a comedy audience but the club gigs are sometimes quite far apart. Yeah. So you do the comedy store in September, but then you're not booked back there till April of next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the gigs in between that you have aren't necessarily very clubby. Yeah. So your material might be working great, and then you get back in that club and you're like, uh, oh, you want a different brand yeah. of something that I've not... Because this has been getting a good response in High Wycombe or wherever <laughs> yeah. I've been trawling out to. But in this thing, you want me just like warrior, ready to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. gladiator style comedy. And that's very much what makes a professional comedian, really. Because obviously you can get people who will go around London at open mic nights and they'll do 700 gigs a week. And they know how to play London open mic nights, which is all well and good. But you can't take that around everywhere. That'll work in some clubs, sure, but not most of them, certainly. Yeah. And like that is to be able to sort of walk into a room and immediately change gears and go, this is what it is, is, you know, that's that's what you're getting paid the money for. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because this is another thing that I've sort of had recently where, like, say an agent was coming to see you. Yeah. You, you're sort of meant to show them who you are and what you deliver. But then, say you're in a gig that's a bit rowdy, do you then play for that crowd or do you go well no I've got to show this agent what I do because then you're like oh but that won't work in this room but they don't want to see my sort of just getting it to work do you know know what I mean but sometimes it will work I find like if I walk out and and just say this is what I'm doing like yeah you know deliver it with that level of confidence even if it is slightly waffly bollocks people will go well he's saying it like there's something coming so (laughs) you know yeah it's definitely like confidence i reckon is 90 percent of comedy absolutely which is difficult fake it till you make it yeah because i think you and i we've got sort of similar ish personas on stage kind of you know like you're you're Mm. sort of a bit more i don't know how to describe like you're, you're a bit more sort of chatty and approachable i guess Whereas I'm a bit more <laughs> awkward, but we both do it in sort of like quite a a fast talking, rambly. Yeah, I get of... told I can be quite goofy. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Not weird, but maybe a bit weird. Yeah. So like, I find it it like if you're coming out and being weird and awkward or anything like that, then it that's that's the tricky thing is. Like I've seen people who have tried to come out on stage and be like, "Oh, I'm the shy retiring type," and they sort of talk quietly and into, which is all well and good because that can work. But you need to do that shy retiring thing confidently and sort of yeah, loud, you know? commit to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's committing to it, isn't it? Yeah, that's the that's the difficult thing that can take a while to learn. But I, th- I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got it. Yeah. We can, we just need the gigs to do it out That's now. <laughs> the issue, very much, yeah. Have you got any gigs this month? No, well, I had one on Saturday, which has been pulled, because that was in Tier 3 of Kent. 
yeah well i was a bit cocky with you and i was like oh well i've got one on sunday in essex yeah 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 been yeah, that got pulled. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. So um, I think I have got. I'm doing a very small one in Brighton. I think on Saturday, oh, nice. hopefully. Where's that? Seems to be going ahead. It's called Secret Comedy. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Have you done yeah. it before? Yeah, I did it last, like in between the last lockdowns, oh, okay. and that was it. Was really nice because he'd started doing two shows on one night. Right. Okay. So you get two gigs, and yeah. So he said that's going ahead. So yeah. I've got. I've got one gig in December. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's good, isn't it? I've... And a couple of Zoom gigs. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I did my first one the other day. And... Oh, really? Yeah, but it was, it was really nice, actually. Who did you, like, what What was the setup? Like, it was, uh, it had a front row audience and it was, like, broadcast elsewhere. That's what people didn't get the hang of at the in the beginning. Oh, hold on a sec. You're cutting out. Am I back? Yeah, I think so. I just, just wig it. Am I back? Yeah. Go on, um, sorry. So you were saying that you... I don't that's, know That's what they weren't getting right in the first lockdown. Yeah, they didn't They didn't realise that if you turned their cameras on, some of their cameras on and mics on, then it is sort of like a real gig because yeah. you're getting that live feedback. Yeah. Whereas I think they were trying to control it too much and mute everyone and turn everyone's cameras off. Yeah. And that was horrible because you were just sort of talking into the ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw a so couple of those. So it can actually, and like, yeah, it I can s- actually be like a gig. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. The front rows there. Yeah, no, it's quite well. It's quite nice. Like there, it wasn't a a massive front row. I think there were about I don't know. There's probably about nine or ten like cameras on. They didn't all yeah, have so their mics yeah. on because some of them had like dogs and kids and stuff. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was lovely. It's it's really nice. It's you know obviously it's a bit weird, but. In, on the whole, very enjoyable. Well, also, because there's another thing that some promoters have realised, and I'm not technical at all, so I could never set one of these Zoom gigs up, yeah. but there's a way of the the promoter being able to pin you yes. so that even if the others laugh, it won't shoot to whoever's making that sound, but some of them haven't worked out how to do that yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You can be telling your jokes and then someone will laugh quicker than anyone else and suddenly they're on everyone's yeah. Zoom, which is weird. But it's, it's been quite... I think comedy's done really well to get through every stage of the lockdown. Yeah. Because we went from Zooms to driving gigs to outdoor gigs to indoor gigs. Yeah. And now we're back again. But we did pretty... I, I was gigging from July till end of October. Yeah, I was... Like, I didn't have loads of live gigs but quite a few like more than yeah. more than a lot of people i think yeah definitely so yeah that was nice but yeah i can't wait for it to come back yeah it will yeah are you <laughs> gonna be doing any festivals next year i emailed someone about coventry festival oh but i haven't um, yeah i haven't heard back from that yet but i don't know if edinburgh will happen no because you would ha- you would be applying sort of now sure yeah for Edinburgh and one obviously I wouldn't apply now but if I haven't really got any gigs to practice the material at yeah I wouldn't have a show by August I'd, I'd that mean getting a show ready probably you're looking at between May and August yeah and that means that you'd have to get on a lot of gigs and everyone will be just gagging for gigs yeah well that's so, that's the thing isn't it like because even if it does happen next year like a lot of people have said that it's only going to be like the really massive names that will be doing it next year because there's going to be they're only going to be able to do the big venues and yeah. it's still going to be a reduced capacity so people are still going to be 
losing money like hand over fist and that's probably the people that have been making money for the past few years mm. so yeah it's it's tough but then there's still going to be people like if it if it does run there's going to be people trying to take advantage of that and do their debut hour because what a great time because there's less competition but yeah at the same time it's potentially going to be the worst year they've ever had because because but also they'll be struggling for audience so yeah and i feel like the industry is changing in that that's how you used to get people to see you but it feels like social media is a yeah. way to do it now because you build a following and then an agent or a tv producer goes oh they've got 100,000 followers yeah, oh yeah, yeah. we put them on that tv program that 100,000 people might watch that tv program yeah. whereas before you needed Edinburgh as a gateway and now I'm not sure that you will. No. Well, that's the interesting thing as well is during the, well, just during this whole period, quite a few people, I would say, from our peer group Mm. have been getting signed, which is like what a mental time to get signed. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I did the Funny Women competition. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I had... And that was actually at the comedy store, right? Yeah, and I had a few agents come and watch me and stuff. Oh, I didn't cool. get signed, but I knew that they were looking because they popped along to gigs after that competition. Oh, okay. So I knew it was happening. I just didn't manage to be in the uh, in that I mean, handful of the, people. They'll have you on a long list at least, if not a short list. Yeah, yeah. So but, um, you'll be you'll be on you'll be on their notepads. Yeah, but it is. It, yeah, people are getting signed. So because I think. There's TV work going ahead, isn't yeah. there? So if they think you're ready for TV and they can put you straight on it, yeah, then they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I reckon, I reckon my way might be, I might have to do it myself. Yeah, well, that's why well, I'm just making my own TV shows. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, write a sitcom then, and they've got to have you in it. But then, yeah, I think, but that's what a lot of the the big ones have done. Like yeah. that's what wasn't it like James Corden and Rob Brydon and people like that. That's what they did. They wrote because they weren't getting stuff. Oh, so and I was really? listening. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. Whoopi Goldberg. She wasn't getting stuff, so she wrote a one-woman show. Wow. Yeah. And then people came and saw it, and then she got the color purple from it and stuff. Yeah. A lot of them did it that way because they couldn't get through the gatekeepers. Yeah, that's it. Well, like so, uh, Louisa Omulan. She yeah yeah she basically built her own career by just yeah. selling stuff online and saying like I'm doing this stuff and now she's like doing Live at the Apollo and all sorts and like making her own sort of audio books and she's got thousands of fans around the world so yeah and that's the thing with social media you're going like even if you get on telly here the telly is to this country really isn't it yeah. channel BBC One BBC Two ITV all that is to this. But if you get something go viral on social media, you could be hitting Canada or America yeah, or yeah, Australia yeah. or, but then, you know, I, and then you build a tour, yeah. I guess. I wouldn't say she was particularly doing stuff that was hitting that. Well, she, she wasn't doing stuff that was sort of like trending and going viral in that same way. Like she, no, She built no. her career still online, I think, but like in a different way. And that, I think, if anything, is the way that I'm going to sort of yeah. try and do it is just try and build something for myself. Yeah, uh, the reason I... God knows, nobody else is paying attention. (laughs) Yeah, but the reason I went into comedy is because someone said to me, if you you work hard, it will become your career. Yeah. And I thought, well, I know I do have good work ethic. So then, and and I guess as long as you believe in yourself and you're going to build your own little 
brand thing, then you you will make a thing of it. Absolutely. So that's that's what we'll do, Si. Yes. You big old tea head. Bloody yeah. <laughs> I, t- I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, well, as it happens, there was, uh, like, I was trying to cast in my head. The I've not worked out the one that I've been sending off. I've not worked out who the cast for that would even be. Like, I've got no idea. The second one, however, which is the one that I think eventually, I I think it could work as a play quite well, like a but like a comedy play, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, like a sort of a fringe type play. I think it could work really well that way. And I just, I get the feeling from the way I'm writing it. But it sounds weird because like I've got an idea in my head, like I'm writing the words, but the visualisation of it is coming to me as I'm writing, if that makes sense. Like, oh, okay, it's yeah, of, yeah, yeah. And the way I'm seeing it as I've started writing it, because, well, as, uh, to be honest, when I started writing it, I thought it may have been a film. And then I started writing it and I was like, oh, no, this is a sitcom or potentially like an hour long show. And I feel like if I write it in the right way, it's the sort of thing that could get like cult sort of status in Edinburgh and then pick, yeah. pick up a TV show off the back of that. In a, in a sort of, cause I think the boost started in a similar way. Well, it started as a radio show and then went to Edinburgh and then got turned into a TV show. Uh, but I, th- I think it's similar-ish for League of Gentlemen, stuff like that. So uh... Okay. Because I, I got really into Greg Davies recently. Right. Because I was watching Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've watched a lot of his stuff. I have, But he used yeah. to be in something, We Are The Clangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Are Clangs. Yeah. But that that was like a sketch show in Edinburgh. Yeah. And then they made it into a TV programme. Yeah. But like, it's proper, like old school but it was i was watching it the other day and i was really laughing because yeah. it's just so silly it got real but you can status as well that show yeah, yeah yeah but i can see why because it's just so silly yeah and and different to anything that you probably would have seen on telly at that time so yeah i think if you believe in it you've got to you got to do it and it can yeah. can happen oh but that was so. that was the point i was making was i think i've largely cast it in my head and uh, so there's myself, I'm playing the main character, which I'm not actually in the one that I've sent off to competitions. I'm not playing the main character, even though the, the main character is me. But you wouldn't want to play, play it. I don't think I could play me convincingly. That's I've heard that before. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really weird. Because then you're trying to play a version of yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. You think it'd be easy. I think there are other people that could play me convincingly <laughs> more more than I can. Absolutely. You realise how nuts that sounds oh, out loud, though, don't you? For sure. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's someone that could play me <laughs> better, better than, I can. than me. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Whereas the other one that I've written that uh, is, is not me at all, I could play that quite well. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually based on a character trait of mine. But anyway, yeah, I've largely cast that. And do you know Jordan Gray? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got Jordan Gray as, because like, she lives near me, like down the road. But I, I said to her a little while ago, I was talking to her about it and she was like, oh, that sounds great. And I said, well, as it happens, I've written a part for you. So Jordan Gray is the bartender and I've got, I had you in mind for one of the parts. Ooh. So, Ooh. Uh, not a big part, but a cool part. Oh, hold on. It started off started off quite promising. And then instantly yeah. you were like, what am I? Like, uh, am I, do I sort of creep in you're, one episode? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're a recurring character. You, you'd oh, probably I'll be in every that. episode, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, I might need some more information. I've committed without really knowing what it is, but um, yeah. Well, when I've written it, I'll I'll let you know. Last time I did that, you'll I be said, playing a racist. Oh, yeah, I'll do, 
I'll do that. I got given a part at Disneyland and I thought it was going to be a princess and I was given Pluto. Uh, yeah, didn't nothing. do it in the end. At least it wasn't Well, Quasimodo. no, because I was reserved Pluto. Right, okay. So I had to wait for one of the Plutos to get ill and they yeah. never got ill enough, so, you know. Did you not just consider going to the park and feeding them chocolate? <laughs> no, because it was in Paris. Right, French chocolate. I was about to, to commute to Paris. Yeah, um, to Paris. No, my mum got really excited about that. She bought me a little cuddly toy, a little Pluto <laughs> toy. Congratulations. I to say, oh, yeah, I didn't actually 100% get yeah. it. So uh, it's not happening. Oh, but yeah, I'll be I'll be the Pluto in your in your Sweet. pub drama. Yeah, that is actually the yeah. part I was writing. Just playing a, yeah. a human sized dog. Oh no, no my Wi Fi's gone a bit. My Wi Fi's going uh, a bit weird, so. No, well, I mean, I've got to go and eat dinner in a minute anyway. So let's okay. Let's wrap it up. Okay, well, that's probably perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. Uh, so what wh- what have you been drinking, by the way? Because I don't actually know. You've not told me. Oh well, it was the it's sort of a like an orange and peach herbal tea Ooh. with some aloe vera gel in it. Oh, oh yeah, of course. From your from your diet. Yeah, from a diet thing. But it's in my funky cup. Oh, very cool. Can you cold. see that? Oh, that's really good. Other comedians, a little picture of a horse. Yeah. And then it's a pole dancing unicorn and that's Great. me. Great, that is pretty apparently. much you, yeah, sure. I f- my f- my friend got that made for me. Really? Which I thought, yeah. Oh, that's really quite cool. Nice. Well, I think she must have. I don't think that can be bought by many people. <laughs> no, I d I don't I, I don't see it on the shelves at Wilco. <laughs> no. If, if it is, they've only sold one, and it's to my friends for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I'm drinking. And you were questioning whether or not you could get one or two cups made. I know. You've got one. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, but. King of the corner. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. What an idiot. <laughs> Never mind. That's quite on brand for being an idiot. <laughs> right. Cool. Right. I mean, t- technically. See, what I like about this conversation is this has been a really nice sort of natural conversation that's just sort of led on and quite often in these podcasts like i'll sort of i'll lead it into a conversation we'll talk about something in particular we haven't at all we didn't really start oh yeah sorry yeah. oh should we are no 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 this is perfect oh okay. no we'll have to do it another time where we do start the podcast <laughs> no no no, no. This, this some of this will stay no absolutely no it's great okay uh however okay. while i have you here i'm just going to ask you a couple of tea emergency questions right right what well, What's your favourite tea? You don't really drink tea. You said that. Yeah, her, it'd be some sort of herbal, fruity, like strawberry or peach no, tea. Nice. Might I suggest Twinings? It's from the Super Blends range. Some of the some of the stuff that they sent me. A tea called Glow. Okay. That's got. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I'm pretty sure it is. It's got like strawberry in and other stuff. It's, <laughs> I'll double I hope check. they didn't send oh. you that stuff to market. <laughs> that was no. terrible. If they wanted me to market it, they'd have paid me as well. Okay. But that was delicious. I'll, I'll, I'll find out what that is and I'll let you know. Lovely. Yeah, that's, I think you'd like that. That's really, really nice. I think that's the one that's got cucumber in it. And I hate cucumber, but very, very nice. My friend's allergic to cucumber. The same one that got me the cup. Oh, really? And that's it's like 70% water or now, something. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Because there are people that... I, I, I think I'm allergic to cucumber because it makes my tongue fizz. What? Oh, yeah. that. Yeah. It's probably not that you don't like it. You probably are allergic to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like it as a result, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I absolutely hate it. What happens to her? Is uh, it like a big reaction? Yeah, she swells up a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah. that bad. No, she swells, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the fact that you don't like cucumber is because cucumber is trying to kill you, so... Yeah, that'll do it. See, here's... That'll do it. That'll make you dislike something. <laughs> yeah. Because my argument against cucumber is people say, like, 
Oh, but it doesn't even taste of anything. Just don't have it then. Have it, yeah. Stop that was stop like... growing it. Yeah. Like, if it doesn't taste of anything I... and it's got no nutritional value, because I don't think it has really, I don't know. It can't do. You have such small slices of it, but why have it at all if you don't like it? Like, <laughs> if it doesn't taste of anything, it has no bloody... I feel like the whole podcast could have been about cucumber. You're so passionate about it. Yeah, I should have made... That's that's the next one. That's uh, the comedians <laughs> hate cucumber party. Oh, <laughs> right. Good. So that's your tea. Right. Have you got any other tea emergency questions? Or is that, is that just that one? You're right. I've got, I've got quite a few, yeah. Oh, it's up to you. I don't know what you need. Right. What I'm going to do is I'll ask you one more tea emergency question. It's got nothing to do with tea. And it came from a conversation that I had recently on another podcast where my friend was telling me a story about he was getting a cab home and the taxi driver told him that he was a healer and it could produce smoke from his fingers. And then when like my friend was sort of thinking, right, he's mad. And when he stopped to let him out of the cab, he sort of turned and he like strained holding his hand out and smoke came out of his fingers. Shut up. Yeah, which is absolutely mental and probably untrue. But, well, not untrue that like the guy did it in front of my friend. I fully believe my mate, but like whether or not he could actually produce smoke, I'm not sure. Also, Might have a, yeah. what are the healing qualities of that? Yeah, that's, a, yeah. Yeah, very much a factor. However, that question leads me to ask, and this is what we'll close the podcast with. If you had to die... By evaporation, which part of you would you want to evaporate first? Oh, um, what what part would I want to evaporate first? Probably my eyes. Oh, good grief! Is that so that you didn't have I'd, to see everything else evaporating? Yeah, I wouldn't want to see it all because then I wouldn't be because I wouldn't know anymore. Yeah. Whereas if if my eyes were pretty last, like. I'd be seeing like my feet go, my hands go, and that'd freak me out. Yeah. But if I just can't see it all going, yeah, I think I could I Plus, cope with the process. I, I always like to uh, then pose the situation where other people are watching you, and good grief, that'd be terrifying, wouldn't it? Someone's eyes just evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does the job on both ways. Yeah, I actually, um, I'll tell you this, and then and then I'll stop. But because you said about the healing thing, yeah. I went to a psychic about a month ago. Amazing. And sh- she told me I've got healing hands. Oh. Yeah, she said it, it was quite it's quite a big sort of like description. She said if my hands get hot when I'm near someone, they're either ill or sad. Oh. So there's it's quite a big spectrum there, but yeah. um I'll let you know when I see you next if I get clammy hands because uh, <laughs> what's wrong? You might have you might have had a bad day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, apparently I've also got healing hands, but smoke hasn't started coming out from yet. No, it's for the but... best. I think that leads to some kind of combustion. <laughs> it's still time. Yeah, sure. So, cool. Amazing. Right. Have you got anything to plug? Um, no. <laughs> oh, just my Instagram. Yeah, go on. If you follow me on Instagram, which is at Fiona underscore Ridgewell, then yeah, I put all my gigs and anything I'm doing on there. Nice. Cool. Uh, cool. Are you on? Are you on Twitter? You got a website or anything? Oh my god, I was no, I was on Twitter, and then I watched the Social Dilemma. Ah. So I thought I'll delete it off my phone, and now I can't get back in it. So I don't have Twitter <laughs> anymore. <laughs> oh, amazing! Through no doing on my own, I was trying to be good for like mental health and that, and then uh, just can't get back in that old yeah. that old bugger. So uh, no, I don't have Twitter. <laughs> amazing. Cool. Just Instagram. Good. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, it's, it's been really fun. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. I hope I, I hope it was all right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great fun. Yeah, it was really good. It was nice to talk to you anyway. Absolutely. So. This is very much what everyone has missed and it's been my favourite thing about the podcast is just chatting to comedians in like, you know, yeah. we'd, we'd have this chat in a car share or in a green room or whatever. Exactly, yeah. And uh, we've not had that. So this is, yeah, it's just a nice way to sort of reach out to comedians and have stupid nonsense chats. Yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. Right. right. Uh, well, well um, when this is all over, I'll, I'll get you back on in person. And okay. I'll yeah. Offer you yeah, some of the nice. tea that I've got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I will. I'll try it. Yeah. No cucumber tea, but we'll try. Yeah. Yeah. It. Okay. Cool. Right. Well, enjoy your evening. Yes. You and too. Thank you for having me. No worries. And Thanks hopefully for coming I'll on. see you soon. Absolutely. Take care. Cool. See you later. Bye. 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 So that was Fiona Ridgewell. Uh, as I'm sure you can tell, she didn't have to run off for a toilet break. So. That's good. You can find her on Instagram and Instagram only because she doesn't know how to get into anything else. You can find her at Fiona underscore Ridgewell, as she said right at the end. I'm basically repeating what she's just this minute said. Please don't forget if you would like to support the podcast and, you know, I really need it because obviously like all, all of our work disappeared overnight in March and there's been very little of it since and I lost my full-time job and I've, so I've got, you know, so... I love doing a podcast. I'm going to carry on doing it anyway. But if you want to donate, that'd be absolutely incredible because that will help going towards running costs because, you know, but also to help remunerate my time because uh, it takes a lot of time to edit these and, you know, I have to pay for sending tea out to guests and hosting and all that sort of thing. So, you know, if you go over to ko-fi.com, that is ko-fi.com forward slash side then you can donate there. You can set up a monthly payment so you could donate like a pound a month, five pound a month, two pound, whatever, 20 pound, probably calm down. It's it's good, but you know, not, not that good. Uh, or you could do a one-off donation, uh, again, of however much you want. I think when you click on it, it's set to three pound, but you can change it to literally one pound up to more. And I just really appreciate you guys getting involved because it helps me keep going and it will also help me to produce the merch, which you can later buy also. So ko-fi.com forward slash IDs. Thank you very much. Don't forget in the meantime to like and subscribe and tell all your friends and write us a lovely five-star review on iTunes and that sort of behavior. So until next time, be cool. Have a lovely Christmas shopping period. Have a lovely, well, just enjoy the slightly looser restrictions than what we've been having. Be nice to each other, guys. I love you. Bye.